Welcome to Hashtag Fatherhood with Bennett and Battle. Did you put my mic on this time? Now I did. Hey, we're off and running. This is our 20th episode, Battle. Wow, you don't say. 2-0, and I thought it'd be a good time now, after 20 episodes, to finally... Uh, put something on social media about this podcast. I'm promoting it, finally. Wow, look at you. Yeah. Really sitting in the driver's seat, taking life by the horns. Yeah, you know. Uh, it was all word of mouth before. I, I told like my friends and family. Yes, I, but you only know like me and <laughs> like how many people are in your family? Three, four? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, they are... Well, it's amazing we've survived this long. I'm sitting here pointing fingers. I could have promoted it, but I don't have You have no Instagram. social media. I have Facebook. Uh, but I Barely. Have, I have not. Right. I'll just post like... I only go on like once a year to see who wished me a happy birthday. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Right? And that's it. Same time, same place. I'll see you next year. Well, Notice as I get older every year, the amount of happy birthday mentions get lower. Isn't that right? Yeah. I don't know if that's people so are just sad. dying and they're not, uh, they're not around to wish me happy birthday anymore. People just don't care. Maybe because I don't have much of a presence on social media. That That's it. Also, are you wishing them a happy birthday? No, never. <laughs> never. If it's somebody that I know well enough. And I see that it's their birthday on Facebook. I will text them like a happy birthday bitmoji of me holding like a a casket and a shovel or something like that. Yeah, you, you know are a I mean? big bitmoji guy. Yeah, only well, just because it's kind of funny. Yeah. Because I'm not really into that stuff. So I send that on birthdays. That's it. Well. Cool. 20 episodes. Maybe we'll get a nice little bump. We have been doing well. A lot of people have been listening to the show more than I thought. If I go in and look at the analytics and everything. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, also I put up, pull up the chart. To see like how many downloads, how many listens, and uniques, and all that, and it's this nice little graph in our analytics software we have here. And when Are I'm the not, arrows going up, yeah, they they're kind of like the stock market right now. Oh, no. They take oh, no. <laughs> they take the stairs up and they take the slide down. Oh, well, as time goes on, buy so, low on our podcast. Now is the time to, to to hop on. Really get on the ground floor. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I put that up on my screen here in the studio. So it looks like I'm doing something important when people are walking by. Numbers, data. Yeah, look at that. Uh, that look guy. at him go. Real diligent go-getter. If they only knew. But yeah, uh, that's great. That's good. Maybe I'll do it on Facebook, too. We'll, we'll really tackle it. Hey, this will be the number one downloaded podcast on the Odyssey <clears throat> platform. So I had a, uh interesting morning. I, of course, showed you. Harrison was in a little mood this morning. Sometimes at 18 months, they're just like, I don't know. I'm going to be cantankerous and just kind of a pain in the ass all morning. Yeah, they wake up like that. It's just like, okay, that's how I'm going to be. Yep. So I did just show you those photos where he's kind of like doing these Popeye faces and it almost looks like Yoda. And one of them, he just likes to do these funny faces now. That's where it ended. Everything else was just like chaos this morning. I'm like, oh, you know, I I hate to do this, but I got to go shower and go into work. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I got to go make the money here to, to deal with this for you. Yeah. Um, on the way in, this is such an undrivable city, mm. Philadelphia, where I usually get off the highway to get into the, to, they call it center city is where our studios are, is blocked off because they're doing construction. They're building these new condos, you know, mm. I don't want to say skyscrapers, maybe five floors, okay. which is like, a, which would be a skyscraper in like Scranton. <laughs> but here it's just kind of a building can't go down that street okay you go down another block can't take a right there because it's one way go down another block can't take a right there it's one way 
at this point, I'm like a mile into the city where I could finally take a fucking right <sighs> to get to where I need to go on the Market Street. That's blocked off, too. But it's just me driving. There's nobody else behind me. There's nobody in front of me. There's just a, another guy, a man, older man with a fluorescent vest on, just going like this with his hand out. No. Nope. And pointing a different way. A one way down the other way, by the way. Like, wh- oh, I don't, I don't want to go. And I was like, dude, you're, that road down there is closed. You're telling me this is closed. I kind of am trying to like reason with this guy. Like, just let me go through. There's no construction going on behind you. He's like, there's about to be. No. And I was like, <laughs> all right. And just blew right past this fucker. I'm, I'm really? not going to deal with it anymore. This minimum wage here with a pointless <laughs> agenda. Right? No, you can't go this way. He's, you're not a cop. You're not a fireman. You're not in a position of authority. You got a cute little vest on that you bought at Spirit Halloween store. There's no construction going on behind you. Market Street is a block that way. That's where I need to be. Fuck you. Yeah. So I went. Everything's fine. The world's still spinning. You know, he maybe got a little upset. And I'm sure when he gets off his shift at three o'clock, he'll be having a, several more yinglings than he normally would have at three o'clock today. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Wait, so that's that's how it ended? You just said fuck him and you just kept on driving? I didn't even say fuck you. I just kind of went like, I go, okay. And then <laughs> like pulled around him and went down the road. <laughs> you I'm need to have like a, a camera on in your car at all times because no. I feel as though you always come in with some type of road rage story incident. This is more, I'm not at fault here. No, I'm not saying you're this at This is fault. an undrivable city. <laughs> it's an undrivable city. I just want a camera on you at all times while you're driving. I just don't know of anyone else. Maybe my wife. My wife has a little bit of road rage. But you get aggressive behind the wheel. I don't. Have you driven with me in the car where you're like, oh my God. I just hear all these stories like uh, you always have some type of problem on the road. That's, it's not my fault. They, they're <laughs> the ones that closed the, the streets. The first, why, why are the streets closed? The Do first street closing was fine because yeah. they have a semi hauling you know, steel because they're building these yeah, buildings. Yeah. That's fine. I get it. All right. I'll go down. Drive another half hour out of my way in this congested, undrivable fucking city. Uh, that's why I love doing mornings. I, I drive here at 4.30 in the morning. It's beautiful. Yeah. Is there anybody else on there? No, nah, there's, there's other people there's on other the highway because it's such a big city. But you'd, you'd be surprised how many people do actually cut you off even at 4.30 in the morning. Well, that might be a thing like there's nobody else on the road, so I'm going to drive how I want right. mentality. Or they're still wasted. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like they're I driving work. home from exactly. the bar, which they should not be. It was so good seeing you and uh, the wifey or not wifey yet, but fiance and mm, Harrison over the weekend. Plays your cards right. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to uh, come see the new house. Thanks for showing us around the house and giving us the tour, which you didn't do. But it was nice hanging out in the living room the entire time. I don't time. do tours. Yeah. I think tours are overrated. I think, uh, do you really want to see where I sleep and where I brush my teeth, where I shower, where I, I use saw the bathroom? So I had to go to the bathroom. Well, no, that's the guest bathroom. You oh. didn't see my, you didn't see where my master bathroom, where oh. I, no, I think where I cleanse my body. I think that's the, if you're given a tour of the house, the master bedroom and the yeah. master bath that's connected to it, if it has one of those is like the private parts of the house. I think so. You don't really show it to people. Yeah. I showed you a little bit, you know, it was really hot outside and it was like 95 degrees. So I didn't really feel like showing you the backyard. Well, I peered through the window yeah, when you, I was washing my hands. Like, hey. That's a nice backyard there. You got a little patio. <laughs> well, yeah, wish you showed me. No, I'll show you sometime. And then like the back, you know, there's who no, does I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to do a tour? Who wants to see all that? 
Let's get down to the good stuff. Let's eat and, uh, you know, play with all the toys. I got the kids. It was fun. The way they interacted was, was really sweet. Yeah, and I think that's important. Um, I, again, I apologize for when we walked in because Harrison's fine until you bring him inside a new place. And he, I'm sure you saw his little tantrum when I was carrying him as soon as we walked in. He's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> like arms flapping around like Kermit the Frog. That wasn't uh, so bad. He, he got, uh, you know, he was fine after a few minutes. It's these sheltered kids from the pandemic. Yeah. And he doesn't get out much. So he know, he's, goes to like two places, my house or his aunt's house or his Nana's house. Three places, I guess. That's it. You he know, settled so, in quickly, though. But he'll settle in quickly. I think he saw the toys. He's like, ah, ah, ah. oh, Legos, shit. Put me down with another <laughs> yeah. baby over there. That's we cool. cool. We cool. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just off to the races. Yeah, they were adorable. Uh, Kira, I found out by this one-on-one because, like, she's in gymnastics. Like, she is social a little bit throughout the week, but rarely does she have a one-on-one like this with someone uh, similar age. It was cool to see that she shares. Like, we never taught her that, how to share. Like, it, you know what I mean? No, like, it's just kind of this that up. She innate was like, thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was super cute that she did that. Uh, I, it first struck me as, hey, are you young kid uh, crying and throwing a little tantrum? Shut up. Take <laughs> yeah. this, take, take take this Lego toys. and shut up. Yeah, uh, get it together. But I think it was just, she, I mean, she was handing me Legos. You know, Legos the, for everyone. The big Legos. We're yeah. not monsters. These kids are, what is Kira, 21 months? Harrison's just turned 18 months? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, you know, the big Legos. Um, yeah, it was super cute. She was just handing them to me and Harrison. And then he, like you said, he immediately settled in and they were... Playing they for were, hours. They, they were quite the uh, Bonnie and Clyde pair for four hours straight. Yeah, it's kind of cool when you have a play date like that because they kind of interact with each other. Normally, it's like you interacting with Harrison. You're dealing with temper tantrums and stuff like that. But they were just playing together and we were just kind of like observing and, and videotaping like we're at a, a show. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> which kind of freed up our hands to drink beer and yeah. eat barbecue. And, and, and laugh at them. I feel like they're so funny. Like they just, uh, the goofy stuff that they do, um, I don't know. It's just really funny to see them in their element playing with toys. And they got along really well. And it was so well that uh, Harrison uh, and Kira uh, kissed at the end of the, at the, well, end of the. I told you he had a bit of a crush. She was yeah. looking at photos of her. We and had I photos of, of them kissing. That was like the. Uh, the dinner, the dinner date for them. I right? felt like prom night. I was like, yeah. oh my God, like little high schoolers. Uh, Harrison better call Kira back though. I'm going to have choice words for your 18 month old. I'm going to have some choice words. <laughs> He's just going to ghost her. Yeah. Like what the hell? I know it's a long distance relationship because you are in like the PA burbs and we're in the Jersey burbs, but. Well, you know what's I was thinking about that. We're in the Western burbs of Philly. Yeah. You are basically in the eastern burbs of Philly, it's which is hour. which is New Jersey. Yeah, it's it's an hour. It's an hour to get there because you have to cross the city. Yeah, you know, and you know, as I was saying before, it's an undrivable city. Every highway takes you nowhere. There's two of them, and each one has two lanes. Great, so great idea for six million people. Right. There's a good chance I may never see you at my house again. Right? Probably. I don't know. They had a Taco Bell at the end of your drive, you not your end of your driveway. That would be. Fantastic! We had a Taco Bell at the end of your street, which is like, that was the first time. Like, she's like, "This is a nice neighborhood." I'm like, "Oh my god, a Taco a Bell!" Taco Bell? You just walk and get a gordita at any time you <laughs> want. I have. It's pretty clutch. That's the highlight. The burbs, you know, I fought the burbs for the longest time. I'm not sure if we've talked about this in the podcast or not. I I forget. Uh, 
but throughout the pandemic before Kira was born, I was really, even when Kira was born, I was really harping on, hey, let's live in the city for a few years before Kira needs school, and then let's move over to the burbs, mm. right? Because I still wanted to live like my last hurrah in the city. But I gotta say, that obviously never happened. We moved to Cherry Hill. I love the burbs. I'm all about the burbs now. Have you settled into suburban life? Uh, I guess. We just had our driveway paved yesterday. Oh, so that, that was a, a suburban a cool afternoon. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we contemplated that a little bit too when she first got pregnant. We were not living together at the time. She was in Fishtown, which people who are listening were not in Philly. Yeah. Uh, Fishtown is like the Williamsburg of Philadelphia. It's That's like where the, I was looking. The hipster, yeah. hip part. Uh, so she had a condo there. I was in Ardmore and um, we contemplated that. And then, of course, as you know, the summer of 2020 is when um, a bunch of anarchists set every major American city on fire and shattered storefronts uh, with impunity. You know, you have a, a kook of a DA like we have here in Philadelphia who's not going to prosecute any of these people. So we're like, yeah, well, let, let's buy a house in the suburbs. We, we don't. <laughs> We, we, this battle against the city of Philadelphia. I'm so mad. I hate the roads. I hate the politicians. Paint over the graffiti. Oh what are we doing? Elect me mayor. It's not that hard. Fill the potholes. I had no idea this fatherhood podcast would get so political. It's not political. It's common sense. There's garbage. Murder. Not for me. Graffiti. It's not I'll hard. Make changes. I'll Holy make the city shit. fair. So yeah, we decided to live in the burbs. I don't have to deal with any of that shit there. Yeah, yeah. Only when I'm driving in. Yeah, I, I like where you live. Um, I, I like suburban life these days. I, I fought it hard, but I like it. In fact, I like it so much. We found this health club near where we live. We drove past it one day. I'm like, what is that? That looks really nice. And it's this big health club with an indoor and outdoor pool. Whoa. They got uh, basketball and racquetball, like this whole big thing. So I did a tour over the weekend and I ended up signing up the whole family and we did the pool outside. Has Harrison been in a, a full-fledged pool? Not a full-fledged pool. Just like, uh, the, like the, the kiddie like pools? A kiddie pool. We let him stick his... His cousin has one of those and let him stick his feet in there. Yeah. And he's got like one of those water you tables. a lot. I've noticed that. I'm drinking you. coffee. I uh, noticed it about you. You burped a lot at my house too. Well, I was drinking beer. It's carbonated. What do you want? <laughs> but he'll play on the water table. He's never gone to water. Table. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of got freaked out. I loved swimming when I was a kid and I got freaked out seeing these videos of the new, we may have talked about this on Saturday, <laughs> the new, uh, thing to do where they just fire the kid out of a cannon yeah. into the deep end of the pool and let him sink to the bottom and float up. And they're like, don't, don't try to help. <laughs> yeah. It's like, was this a problem before that we had to come up with a new method to teach kids yeah. how to swim? I don't let's, understand. Uh, let's tie an anchor to their to their hip and throw them into the deep <laughs> like, end. No, it's good this way. Are you sure? No, no, it's great. What? It's like Navy SEAL training. Right. What are we doing? So I actually brought that up uh, at this at this uh, gym because I said because they do uh, kids swim lessons. I'm like, now are these swim lessons the ones I see on TikTok? Where they're like chugging the kids in the pool and they put sharks in there. You know, are they, is this like, no, no, no. You actually, you can be there with your child during the swim lessons. It's not as hectic as some of these videos, these horror videos that you watch yeah. online. Like, no, it's, it's totally normal swim lessons. Okay. I'm like about to say, I'm like, I didn't learn how to swim like that. I didn't learn how to swim by them pressing my head down underwater right. <laughs> and making me squirm <laughs> until bubbles came up. 
So she actually went into the pool outside uh, with us. We spent the day outside, you know, just uh, put on some swimmies on her. And like they have like this little kitty pool where it's like up to her knees. You know what I mean? With like little bubble fountains and stuff like that. Awesome. And she loved it. Were there other kids there? Yeah. Tons yeah. of other kids. And so they do have swimming lessons and I'm going to put her in that as well. So um, I feel like Harrison's got to come for that too. You get guest passes. Oh, really? Yeah. For free? Yeah. How much you get soaked for? Well, how much is your monthly membership? You give me an estimate. Oh, no. No, you don't want to get it. That's how much it is. How, how, okay. much you th- how, much you th- how much you think it is? 250 a month. Do you think that's a lot? Yes. Yeah, it's more than that. <laughs> it's more than that. You this mark! Is, this was my, my big thing for the fam. Okay, so it gets so hot out, right? And there's literally nothing to do, especially when you have a toddler, when it's hot out. You just stay it's inside. Tough. Yeah, it's tough. So I'm like... it's dangerous for them it to be dangerous. out if it's 90 something and super humid yeah it yeah. sucks so i'm like are we just gonna stay inside all su- is this how our summer's gonna be and so it might be cheaper to just build a pool at your house than to pay that <laughs> monthly fee <laughs> i mean that is our future we do want a pool in the backyard but it's already july so a little late mm, this year get digging so um yes yeah, so we got this membership all right it's um you don't have to tell me the amount. It's, it's already sounds like more than a car payment. That's fine. I'm just I'm just curious because I'm similar I'm, to my car payment. It's I'm over three hundred. I'm reluctant to pay ten dollars a month to go to Planet Fatness. So I don't well, want to. Maybe you could get them on as an endorser for the show. That'd be great. And uh, you read the benefits of that, that and I could get a guest me. pass whenever I come. That'd be my. You do the live read. Yeah, I get a guest pass. It's like they provide me with swimmies and a snorkel, <laughs> and we go about our way. It's over three hundred. How close is it to the Taco Bell? It is eight minutes from my house. It's eight Wait a minute. The, the gym is? Yeah. Driving or walking? Driving. And how close is the Taco Bell to your house? Driving uh, is like a minute. Less than, yeah. So it's seven minutes away from the, from the Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Okay. You are very interested in the Taco Bell. <laughs> where is the closest Taco Bell that's, where you live? Is it like it's very 30 far miles away. away? Yeah. Taco Bells are hard to find. It's hard to, they're very hard to find. Wow. It's not like a McDonald's. <laughs> All you want me for is my Taco Bell. That's the only reason why you're going to come back. Uh, you want, maybe. It might be cheaper than the DoorDash to get one from my place. It's true. Um, we actually, a little side note, uh, my friend Crazy Ed, we looked into buying a Taco Bell franchise. What? Because there's, they're so impossible to find. Just recently you looked into No, this was a couple of years. This is before the pandemic. You need to be liquid a million dollars. You have to have a million dollars in cash in the bank just ready to spend. That's the, one of the first stipulations to owning a Taco Bell. That's rule number one? Yeah. Have a million dollars. Yeah. Really? So it's, it's, it costs way more than a McDonald's. It certainly costs more than a Subway. Subways are cheap as hell. So that's out of the question. I'm learning a lot about you right now. I yeah. had no idea you had this much level of interest in Taco Bell. <laughs> their menu or franchising. I had no idea. Just, well, I figure if I own the place, <clears throat> I can have a, I can bring back the, uh, the thing they didn't have the other day, which is my favorite thing, and I can't think of right now, a double-decker taco. No, <clears throat> no sour cream. Who knew you were, like, you were a secret, like a fat eight-year-old inside? Who I know, knew? but I don't think it's that bad for you. I don't know. I could be wrong, because I don't really like fast food, but I if it's just it's refried, good. it's not great. It's not like a, a salad with arugula and walnuts in it, but it's better than Did you- a, a heart attack bacon triple double cheeseburger, I would imagine. I feel like they got to endorse us now. We got to do live reads right. for Taco Bell. Do you want to make a, take a break as we make a run for the border? Well, I was going to say one more thing about Taco Bell. They have a new item. 
It's a giant cheese it. Do you see this? It's on it's in the news. No, but that makes sense because didn't Pizza Hut do a cheese it pizza? Oh, did they? And I think they're owned by the same company. I think they're all part of Yum Brands. It's KFC. <laughs> Your fast pizza food Hut knowledge is way too much for me. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's, let's I need to unpack a lot of things. I what? You know who owns these companies and who's a parent company, who's a sibling company? I'm so confused. All right, let's talk about our kids next. Uh, do you know anything about KFC or about uh, K- Sonic? KS- I don't know a lot about Sonic. I no. I'm going to get off the fast food thing. All right, I, I haven't eaten fast- at KFC in like 20 years. Okay. Uh, we probably won't be because Harrison has, you know, peanut and sesame allergies. So we can't really just bring them through to any place we want to take them and have them sample things. Which That's is true. Thing. But he is, he does have a new obsession. With? 18 months. But he's been doing this for the past month. So maybe this started around 17 months or so sauce sauce any kind of sauce Mm -hmm. so it started with me making pizzas and we got him a little pizza kit now too not to make actual pizzas but it's like one of those felt toys that you get from oh yeah we got that too yeah oh yeah yeah i thought i saw that over there yeah harrison was making a pie at our house yeah he loves it but he'll say sauce and he'll say cheese you know not like that he'll say cheese or (laughs) sauce (laughs) he says sauce like he says dogs yeah Dog? Uh, as if it's a question. I'm like, yeah, that's sauce. Uh, that is his new obsession, and that uh, sauce applies to tomato sauce, pizza sauce. When I'm making pizzas at home, uh, ketchup, maple syrup. Yes, but we have to take it easy because ketchup has a lot of sugar in it. We got the sugar-free maple syrup is thing. sugar. That is just sugar. Uh, Kira will take a scoop with her hands of sugar-free ketchup and just eat it. Like just we, the ketchup. Just the ketchup. You know, we have it there to like dunk whatever she has as a meal. And she just bypasses that and just scoops it up with her hands. Loves ketchup. What is it about the sauce that these kids are loving? Is it, is it the sugar? Know. Is it probably just the sugar? Well, there's no sugar in tomato sauce, at least the stuff that I make. That's true. And there's no sugar in the sugar-free tomatoes, ketchup I got her. Tomatoes can be sweet. So I think it's just a, I don't know, part of their development. Yeah. That they, they just find it fun too. It's interactive. Yeah. You can dip stuff. So the thing is, if it's waffles that his mom made them and the sauce, quote unquote, is the maple syrup or it's pizza that I made and I have some leftover sauce that he likes to dip the slice of pizza in, he's going to just dip the waffle in the maple syrup, suck the maple syrup off the <laughs> off of the waffle. Smart kid. Dip. So the... Food. It's just a spoon. It's basically yes. It's just a vessel to get the sauce in his mouth. He's not eating the whole thing. Atta so boy. Baby steps. You know, we have to take yeah. it one step at a time here and kind of teach him that it's an it's an accoutrement. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be eaten together. Right. And not uh, by the handful. Yeah. The sauce is not the entree. Right. The condiment. Right. So he. Let's see. He probably can't have hummus because I want to say that a sesame in a lot of. So we if we make. We make homemade hummus for him and homemade, um, like this white bean dip that he loves. Mm. So that is obviously all sauce. Any sort of, depending on the viscosity, I guess, it's, right. everything is a sauce to him. Sauce? Yeah. Sauce? It's very funny. He's hilarious. I thought our kids were hilarious. I mean, I'm, I'm biased, but uh, Harrison was a big fan of my dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, Harrison yeah, yeah. loved my dog. Yeah. Every, everything was dog. Oh, we have cats too, but I guess he never saw a cat Mm-mm. in the wild, in in the in real in the real world. 
So uh, my cat Aria was dog. Yeah, I think it's I adorable. warned you about that. It is funny. We're trying. To, so now, of course, I think it's funny, and it's just like, well, he's eighteen months. He thinks everything's a dog. Yeah. Right. Any an- animal equals dog. Sure. She freaks out and buys all these farm animal toys and everything. And like, this is a cow. This is a horse. <laughs> you know, she's like thinking he's behind, which by the way, we just had his 18 month checkup at the doctor. Yeah. He's perfectly fine. Well, we've had these talks all the time on the podcast. These milestones throw all the milestones out the door. I hate them. Everyone's running their own race. Everyone's running their right? own race. I hate like, uh, you know, Harrison does a lot of babbling and Kira doesn't babble as much. And she's older. And at, at first we were freaking out, but we've given up on that. You know what I mean? Like, why, why are we beating ourselves up? She's perfectly fine. She's, she's had, perfectly healthy. Yeah. She is. And she babbled more with Harrison around. They, they, kids just have to be with other kids. They absolutely have to be with other kids. Yeah. And that's another. Byproduct of COVID. Yes. I was. Yeah. W- w- what's the word I was looking for? I mean, while we're trying to keep them safe and sheltered, yeah. what you lose is that interaction with other kids which right. stunts their development uh speaking wise vocabulary sure. wise so harrison will babble up a storm and every once in a while you he- you'll hear like <laughs> he communicates you know he he's trying to communicate with you and you know what he's saying yeah and you know what he wants yeah. right so i think that matters more right now than agreed the in kira well, it's Same not thing. saying as much. Yeah. If she's sitting there handing me toys yeah. and, and then like pointing at the floor or whatever, like, okay, she wants me to put the Lego down there. Yeah. They're communicating. Oh, yeah. She knows you know everything. I mean? I'd be like, uh, point to your nose, your ears, your eyes, your hair. Like, she'll do everything. I'd be like, where's your toes? And like, she'll start wiggling her toes. I'm like, where's your yeah. tongue? And she'll stick her tongue out at me. So she understands everything. She knows what she wants and how to get what she wants um, without using words. So, our, you know, our task now is to try to have her tell us obviously verbally so it's like giving her options not like just giving it to her you know what i mean like making her request certain things yes we're at the grocery store right and we're going grocery shopping and i have uh i put up two options for her you know as a meal entree you want this one or this one like you know you have to let them do the work i think at at first i was so ready and willing to just give her everything you know what i mean Mm. like here it is i know i know you want this i know you like this like no let let them decide and let them vocalize or you know, express their feelings. Even if you know what she's going to exactly. Pick. Oh, we, for sure. We do this every day with Harrison. We stick him in the high chair, whether it's for lunch, dinner, whatever. <laughs> he has two bibs. We still use those silicone bibs because mm. he gets food everywhere. He always picks the blue one, mm. but we have another one that's dinosaurs. Right. But you have to hand him both. And then he just does this smile on his face and he'll hold both. And you got to go like this with your hands. Like, yeah. which one do you want? And he'll go, mm, mm. And he hands you the dinosaur one, like, remove this from my sight. I don't mm-hmm. want this one. I want the blue one. But if you just hand him the, just put the blue one on, he'll freak out. Oh, really? Yeah. He needs to have. Oh, that's it's, funny. It's part routine, part him being. They have, if you think about it, kids this young, 21 months, 18 months, have very little control. Mm. They have very little power over anything. But if you empower them with the bibs. Yeah. Or like you did at the supermarket, what do you want? Chip yeah. boy or D or store bought the, you know. <laughs> Pasta O's, whatever they're called, <laughs> at, at freaking Wegmans. Um, it gives them a sense of sure. And if you take it away, they're pissed. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I've definitely learned that over the last few months is to like just give them more power in that sense. You know, let them make the decision, and hopefully 
that will encourage them to to verbalize their feelings. I even tried, you know, since we're both in broadcasting, obviously, uh, we both have like uh, at home setups. And so I'll have my microphone, a little, um, you know, board, like a little radio board, headphones. And so I'll put that on her. I'll put the headphones on her, you know, with no music playing. And I'll put the microphone in front of her and I'll show her how to use it. And I'll talk, I'll talk to her like I'm talking for my radio show. I'll give it her the mic, thinking that maybe she'll talk. Then she'll just kiss the microphone. <laughs> she'll just give it a smooch. I'm like, Kira, what, how do you feel about this? And she'll just kiss it. So, hey, more, I'm trying. It's a little more constructive than my attempt. He wouldn't let me. I was working from home last week. He wouldn't let me go upstairs. I had to voice something. Wouldn't let me go upstairs into my voice booth, quote unquote, which is our walk-in closet that I've uh, acoustically treated. Uh, so he came in there with me and I kind of, he was pointing at the mic and I brought him up to the mic and I go, say something. It's we're recording. You could talk into it. And he just farted. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this, that is your boy. That yeah. is 100% your son. But then I start laughing. Then he starts laughing and it's yeah. like this funny thing. He's just kind of like a, a goof. He's a silly dude. He has been doing the thing with, uh, I'll hold him and he'll just go mm, and point. And like, you have to say what it is. It's almost like he's quizzing you, mm. but he really doesn't know what it is. Right. So he'll point her like, that's the TV. And then he'll start going rapid fire and point at something else. Right. Oh, wow. Like, ah, it's a light. It'll point at this. Like, ah, it's a car. It'll point. You know what I mean? Like, wow. So he's quizzing you. He's quizzing me. Wow. But he's How really. The tables have turned. He's. <laughs> he's presenting it as he's quizzing me. But really. Right. He's. Trying to gain knowledge. Leaning information from me. Yeah. yeah. He's Smart slippery. Kid. Slippery. Slippery. He's got a bright future in the CIA. Well, this is a a funny age because I also think that Kira most recently has just become a little jokester. Like she, they developed these little personalities and I feel like Harrison's the same way where like they're really, like they have such comedic value, these little, these little kids. I feel like they're very funny. Intentionally and unintentionally. Yes. Yes. The funniest part is when they're trying to be funny. Oh, I know. They'll do like little bits like. Kira does like little bits now and she knows that she'll get a laugh out of me. Yeah. It's a sign of intelligence. It's I'm not saying they're both going to be, you know, brilliant. No, you can say right. Feature Einstein's or Leonardo da Vinci's, but you know, I'm not, not saying they're on that path. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What, uh, you want to bring this home? You got any big plans for big 4th of July weekend with the fam? Well, we're going to get our money's worth at this <laughs> expensive-ass uh, health club <laughs> I just went to. Give you a sparkler if you show so up this weekend? Gonna, yeah, we're going to be there every single day of the three-day weekend. Um, I Actually, yeah, I think that's pretty much our plan. Uh, it's going to be like I, 95 degrees out. So It's going to be cool. awful, and it's supposed to be thunderstorming, maybe. Yeah. It's like, what do you do? I feel like the 4th of July, there are these people that I always feel, again, wise man, like I'm talking about you said everyone's running their own race. I always felt like these holidays, I'm way behind, right? You see people like, we're, we're renting a fucking Ferrari and we're going to Wildwood (laughs) and we're swimming and we're eating lobsters. (laughs) It's like, okay, shit, I'm not doing any of that. What am I doing? Should I be renting a beach house? I don't know. Well, like, because we start thinking about that when it's a few days before the weekend. I start thinking about what to do when it's already too late. Everyone's already booked their shit. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. That's how I feel. And unless it's like right up in front of me, I don't think about it yet. I'm so, um, I don't know, being a parent's a lot. Yes, there's, there's all this other things. 
These are the things yeah. you got worrying about in my head. And, I'm not thinking and, about... And more so for the female, more so for the moms. Right. So I can't expect them to plan something fun. We'll probably just go to her sister's and have a nice cookout outside. Cause they have this nice deck that I helped build. So you helped build it? I helped build it. So I told him, look, I'm going to help build this. But every time I come over, I want free beer, free food, and a foot massage. <laughs> and a foot massage. <laughs> no big deal. And by the way, I'm coming over for the 4th of July. I'll see you there. <laughs> This has been Hashtag Fatherhood on Odyssey. Do you think that's a lot? Yes. Yeah, it's more than that. (laughs) It's more than that.